a new weird Russian op directed at American voters, an effort apparently run out of the same Russian troll farm in St. Petersburg that was the subject of a Robert Mueller indictment for their role in attacking the 2016 election. In other words, they're back. And part of the way we know that is this usareally.com website that they have set up as of uh, the last few weeks. That was Rachel Maddow talking about the news organization run by my next guest. Welcome to Bots and Ballots from Yahoo News. I'm Grant Burningham. USA Really opened in May, just three months after Robert Mueller indicted three Russian organizations and 13 people for efforts in, quote, the strategic goal to sow discord in the U.S. political system, including the 2016 U.S. presidential election. That included, according to the indictment, supporting the campaign of Donald Trump and disparaging Hillary Clinton. USA Really, which is also Russian, operates in Washington, D.C., and shares an office with the Federal News Agency, an organization owned by a Russian billionaire who was also indicted by Mueller. USA Really isn't fake news. I couldn't find any false articles on the website, but it does seem to push the same hot-button U.S. political issues like race, immigration, and environmental and economic gloom that Russian misinformation systems have pushed in the past. The English on the page doesn't always sound like it was written by a native English speaker, but the site does look very professional and publishes several times a day. When news came out about USA Really a couple weeks ago, I emailed the editor, Alexander Malkovich, and I was surprised when he wrote back. In mid-July, after Trump's overtures to Putin, I was surprised again that he stayed in touch. After he got back from Russia, we finally agreed to an interview from a hotel lobby in New York City. He told me we could find him because he'd be wearing a shirt that said, Russia so great. And he was. Alexander Malkovich, thanks so much for joining me on Bots and Ballots this morning. Hello, thank you very much. Thank you, too, to give me the opportunity to speak and uh, probably to defend my position. It's early in the morning, so I only ask you um, to speak uh, not very fast because of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because of my English and uh, uh, probably misunderstanding. Why don't you tell me about your title? You've you and I have exchanged some emails, and the title at the bottom of your email says "The Head of USA Really Project," which we will get to. It's a news website, Alexander Malkovich, and then it says first deputy chairman of the Commission of the Development of Information Community, Mass Media and Mass Communication of the Public Chamber of the Russian Federation. What does that job title mean? Uh, first of all, of course, I'm a journalist and uh, I work as a journalist for more than 25 years. And I'm a active man in the civil society of Russian Federation. Last year, I was elected a member of this uh, public chamber of Russian Federation. Uh, 168 members work in this public chamber, and uh, we are considered to be the most, uh, I don't know, famous and well-known representatives of uh, civil society of Russia. For example, I am a well-known journalist. I uh, worked a lot of in different regions of our country. So I I went to USA Really's website, which is your news website, and it says the USA Really Wake Up Americans project is focused to promote critical information and problems which are hushed up by conventional American media controlled by the establishment and the oligarchy of the United States. So Alexander, I read that and I was a little bit offended. Oh, uh, we're trying. 
we're trying to build this platform as I've uh, already said you know that uh, mainly in um, American uh, social media in American uh, platforms uh, such as Twitter and Facebook uh, we're starting to find uh, serious censorship you know the man is uh, Alex Jones is a very strange person and uh, we can uh, think of him anyway, but Alex Jones has uh, you know, million of subscribers, uh, million of people who watch uh, his videos. But you know that uh, several days ago he was thrown away from Facebook, he was thrown away from YouTube, and uh, his podcasts were deleted from the App Store. And uh, I think it's a real censorship, and uh, it's so strange to see it in the country with uh, such great constitution, with uh, famous amendments to constitution, considering the freedom of speech yes, and freedom of media. That's why I think that we can attract some people to our platform, because we have no censorship in the USA, really. We have several contributors right now in the United States, I think um, about 25 or 30 people who are writing articles for us, uh, making video, and they all can say that, uh, first, we have no censorship, and second, we, we don't ask them what to write. Some of the stuff on USA really is very, I don't know, MAGA, uh, Make America Great Again, border wall, attacks on CNN. There's also a lot of environmental news, Keystone Pipeline, bad air quality. There's sex assault on college campuses. What are, you, what are the politics of your website, and how do you pick these stories? Our policy is to give voice for everybody who wants to be heard. The second thing is that we are just starting. You know, we opened our site on the 28th of May in test period. But from the very first uh, steps, from the very first days uh, of our life, we have to struggle in uh, the real and terrible information war. I think uh, with, with some representatives of uh, deep state. I now understand that uh, it's real and <laughs> deep state is real. Because I, I can't understand why uh, in six hours of uh, our living, Facebook banned our account. I'm sure some of the pushback, Alexander, is because uh, there's been indictments in this country against Russian actors who look like they were manipulating the news space and trying to manipulate the electorate. Can you understand the sensitivities there? And do you think that Russia tried to influence the 2016 election? Uh I think it's all a special uh, dream of people from uh, this deep state. Because how can Russia influence on American elections? It's so strange. Even if we uh, hear the talkings of uh, serious uh, men from secret services uh, and they tell us that 12 uh, or 10 Russian hackers uh, interfered in the American elections and even changed the result, it's... Uh, uh, really humorous because uh, you know the power of CIA, of FBI and I think it's all about money and uh, it's all about increasing budget for the secret services, uh, for military and so on and so on. As you know in Congress now uh, congressmen are discussing 
the increasing of budget to improve democracy in Russia, and millions of dollars will be spent for media in Russia. A lot of uh, non-governmental organizations uh, in Russia still receive money from the United States, and they try to influence political system in Russia. I cannot understand why one little media project from Russia cannot easily work in the United States. We do have RT and Sputnik who have some reach in the United States. But you know that RT had to register as a foreign agent and, for example, Deutsche Welle does not uh, register as foreign agents. And uh, RT is financed from Russian government, okay, but USA really is a private, uh, non-profit organization uh, living on grants, on donations, uh, on little private investments. I don't see problem. And yesterday I was so told... You, 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 have yeah. been, you have been financially linked to the Federal News Agency, which was financed by Yevgeny Prigozhin, who also paid for the Internet Research Agency, which has been the subject of... No, Robert uh, Mueller investigation. Uh, uh, I don't know such facts, and I want to say that a lot of information in American media and even from some of American officials goes without any facts and without any documents. Uh, journalism uh, now in a lot of countries works without proofs, without video, photo, without documents. It goes only with uh, some opinions uh, from... But you share a, yeah. an office with Federal News Agency in D.C.? We have support from Federal uh, News Agency. Federal News Agency is a non-government organization. That's all. Uh, it's true. And uh, what's the problem with it? Because uh, a lot of uh, media working in the United States, working in the world, have support from different uh, NGOs or from different private business, and uh, there is no problem. The problem is that uh, some officials in Washington, D.C., tell some stories about Kremlin, about uh, hackers, about internet trolls, and I think it's just only about money, about uh, new <clears throat> million and billion of dollars uh, spending uh, for defense, for a secret service for spies, and so on. In your editorial choices, will you push to get certain candidates elected or other candidates not elected? We don't have any personal interest in November elections. And for somebody in Washington, it's very hard to imagine and to to get this fact uh, that we're just media walking and talking about American issues, uh, and that's all. So I saw a picture of your office online, and you have a American flag hanging on the wall next to a Confederate flag and a framed picture of Donald Trump. You want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, in our office, in our editorial office in Moscow, we have several rooms, and we have uh, real freedom. Uh, so in every room, people who work there have the rights to express their own feelings. First of all, if we are writing for Americans and uh, we want to build uh, American media, 
Uh, I think it's uh, normal that portrait of the president of the United States is on the wall. For example, you know, the portrait of President of Russian Federation, Vladimir Putin, is on the wall in Russian media. Secondly, we have our authors, which are very fond of American history, and one man is very deeply interested in the history of the Civil War. He decided to wear the flag. I wonder, Alexander, why... You weren't more subtle. I wonder if you would run into these problems with the social media groups if you founded a corporation in America and had a board of directors and were more subtle about the fact that you were Russian. So why have you chosen to go about it this way? I want to repeat that uh, we have such plans and we want to establish company in the United States. We want to work legally uh, to have a bank account, to pay taxes in the United States, uh, to hire people, uh, and to do all things officially. But from the very first days, from the very first steps, uh, we have to fight with social media, we have to fight uh, <laughs> probably with a lot of people uh, uh, who tells us, uh, oh, you're Russian, you're pro-Kremlin, uh, it's so strange because uh, yes, we are we are Russians. We are from Russia, and uh, uh, is it crime now to be Russians in the United States? So online, you've been called fake news and a Russian troll. How do you respond to that? You know, I only read about Russian trolls in American literature. Yesterday I was uh, in the Barnes and Nobles bookstore in the center of New York, and uh, I made several photos uh, uh, collecting all books, <laughs> all books published about Russia, about bad Putin, about bad Trump, about Trump as Russian agent, and so on and so on. I put all those books together and uh, it appears to be four full bookshelves with all those crap. Uh, my last time, my last uh, visit to the United States, uh, I bought several uh, those books. Uh, I tried to read them uh, during my flight. Oh, it was all crap and bullshit, excuse me, because there are no facts. I'm uh, very upset with uh, uh, this kind of journalism. So you're 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 not a Russian troll. I am not. <laughs> and uh, can you can you describe me uh, who is Russian troll? So can you give me the portrait of Russian troll? For example, what I have to do to be considered a Russian troll? Uh... I am I am uh, I am uh, calm with myself because I am a very open person. You can uh, read my biography in open sources in internet. Of course, in Russian, but uh, I will, <laughs> I will uh, in some days uh, try to organize my my bio and all materials about me in English. I am well-known journalist. I am open, and I am ready for any discussion, for any debates, and uh, I am a very easy victim <laughs> because uh, I understand that my English is not very good. 
and uh, so american media can show me as a oh, okay you know this is a man from russia he doesn't uh, speak uh, well english and he tries to build media for us ha 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 but i am opened i am ready and i'm eager to speak to discuss all things uh, so uh, i am not an internet troll but i want you to give me the portrait who is this russian troll uh, his special features I, I want to know it's so stupid to think of americans as so foolish people uh, who can be ruled by tweets of russian people okay alexander malkovich thank you so much for coming on bots and ballots usa really is a bit of a curiosity most experts agree that russian messaging is now amplifying politically extreme sources in the united states instead of making their own news websites. Whatever USA really is, it's also a message. A message that Russia isn't backing off or slowing down. Thanks to Alexander Malkovich for taking the time to be interviewed, to Sarah Giletti for a field recording, and to my producer, Leah Hitchens. Please subscribe to Bots and Bouts from Yahoo News on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Grant Burningham. Thank you so much for listening.